from our sponsors. Uh, we don't have any sponsors. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. If Asuka is the Empress of Tomorrow, who's the Empress of today? Asuka! And now, here's the Brave Faces of Wrestling Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Baby Faces of Wrestling podcast featuring Molly. Hey. And Kenzie. Hello. I am the facilitator and also the dad of the Baby Faces. But this episode is an amazing episode for you guys. We actually were able to get a f- our first interview with none other than WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix. So Molly and Kenzie sat down and chatted with with Beth for a little while. It was a really great interview. And we're actually just going to play the interview. Here you, here you go. Joy. Joining us now on the phone is WWE Hall of Famer and four-time champion, Beth Phoenix. How you doing, Beth? Hey, Molly. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you just <laughs> fine. Is Mackenzie there too? <laughs> Hi, Beth. Hey, Mackenzie. What's going on? Not much. Not much. Did you guys start school this week yet? Yeah, it was yeah. very hard to to just like switch routines. We were like g- sleeping in, and it was so nice. But now we have to wake up early and start getting into the routine. It's a little hard to start. I know, isn't that tough? We we have one more week off together, and I feel like we've been super lazy this summer and trying to uh, spend time together. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to be pulling everybody out of bed in the morning to get everybody ready for for school. Yeah. I know, I, I know how it must be tough. Yeah, our our mom wakes us up in the morning because we don't really want alarms. We like our mm-hmm. mom waking us up. Oh yeah. What is she, how does she wake you guys up? Is, is it like, come on, get out of bed? Or is it like, I've got breakfast ready? Or like, what's the routine in the morning? Well, she just comes in and she's like, all right, girls, wake up. Get ready. For, it's time to get ready for school. It's time to go down for breakfast. And then she turns on, since we have a closet, like in our bedroom, she just, so the light isn't so bright. Like when you wake up, it's right there. She just opens the closet and turns on the light. So the light from the closet isn't too bright. And then mm-hmm. she just sits there and waits till we go downstairs. <laughs> we usually take a while like... since it's like the first week of school, but hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get faster. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Sometimes it's tough to like race the clock, isn't it? Yeah. And do you guys, like, have your outfits all laid out? Like, Mackenzie, do you pick your stuff, or do you, does your mom pick your stuff? How does that work? Um, Kind of, like, both. Like, if I forget it or something, or, like, I don't know what else to wear or something, my mom picks it out or something, but I usually pick it out. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know, like, with my little girls, because I have a little girl that's two and a half. Her name is Ruby. And then I have a daughter that's four and a half, and her name is Lyric. And... 
we're at the point now where I wish I could pick their clothes for them, but they're starting to want to wear their own stuff. So it's really tough for me to like choose for them because, you know, I'll pick something and they'll be like, oh, I don't like that. And so it's, it's super tough right now. So I didn't know if like, are you guys like happy to have your clothes chosen or do you like, you really like to express yourself that way? (laughs) Well, yeah, like we started, we kind of started off like our mom used to like start to help us picking out our clothes and then we used to start saying oh we don't want to wear that that's too itchy I don't want to wear that so we just asked her if we could start picking out our own clothes so we're not itchy and so we're comfortable at school so that's when it just started oh cool awesome well I'm glad you guys are transitioning into the routine again are you do you like your classes are you excited for your your new teachers and everything yeah my teacher is very nice and I have a lot of my friends in my class and I'm making lots of new ones oh cool and Mackenzie what grade are you in now uh second you're in second okay cool do you have a lot of friends in your class too from Uh, last year yeah a little pretty much awesome cool Awesome. I, you know what? I used to love starting the new school year and this is so kind of like weird, but I super loved getting like all brand new notebooks and pencils. <laughs> I loved like going to, to Walmart or Target or whatever and getting like all my new stuff because I just loved having like a new backpack and new pads and like having this blank notebook and getting to start over. That was always like my thing. Yeah. So I love to, to go <laughs> school shopping. Yeah, really? Yeah. And like always, my mom would always get me like a new pair of sneakers or a new pair of shoes. And I always like loved like going to my going to school the first day and having like new brand new shoes on. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, good. I'm glad you guys are you know transitioning and everything's starting off good for the new year. Is it? How's the temperature down there? Is it getting cooler? Uh, I think it might be starting to start. I mean, it's still hot, but hopefully, it gets cooler. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like here in North Carolina, we noticed like the last week things are dropping a little bit and and we're seeing some uh some cooler temperatures like high 70s instead of the low 80s which I like I like the the temperature just being a little bit cooler (laughs) yeah we're like only two hours from you oh my gosh where are you guys at again Fort Mill South Carolina okay okay all right so you're just you're not too far we're up a little bit like in the in Asheville's like up in the mountains so we're usually just a little bit cooler than um than a lower elevation so I like it a little bit cooler because we're also (laughs) near the Charlotte area oh cool yeah we fly we fly out of Charlotte a ton so I love Charlotte it's warmer though (laughs) warmer than us what we have here yeah yeah cool well I'm so happy that you guys invited me to be on your podcast I I can't tell you how excited I am to do this yeah, I'm real. I'm really excited too, and I'm also a little bit nervous. Oh, you don't have to be nervous, honey. Like this is going to be so much fun. Like you guys love wrestling, and I love wrestling, and that's all we're gonna we're gonna have a good time talking about it. And and like I said, I have two daughters too, which is another reason. Like I was so excited to come on and talk to you guys because I think it's really amazing what you and Mackenzie are doing. Um, you know, you guys are so ambitious, and this is such a it's a big thing to start a podcast and to be doing this together. So I just, I want to tell you all how wonderful I think it is. And thank you. Yeah. So let's talk. Do you want to talk about some wrestling? Let's, let's dive into it. (laughs) Yeah, let's start. So what was your initial reaction when you found out about the all women's pay-per-view evolution? And will you have a match? Oh, okay. So my, 
the first question being, um, what was my initial reaction? So I started with WWE in like, let's see, 2005, I signed my contract and I started wrestling in 1999, which is a long time ago. <laughs> and when I started wrestling, you know, and some of my influences and some of the women I saw, I mean, I saw Alundra Blaze and these are all some, you know, some great ladies that you could look up and, and see, you know, kind of the stage that they've set for today's women's division. Um, Bull Meccano, a lot of Japanese wrestlers, the jump, Jumping Bomb Angels, and, you know, moving forward into like the, the era that of when they really started ca catching some traction as lady wrestlers like Trish and Lita, Victoria, Ivory. Um, you know, I, I grew up watching and, and seeing the women um, get some opportunities, but, you know, it was never really laid out to be the same as the opportunities that the men got. And so when they announced that they were doing an all women's pay-per-view and WWE being the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, the biggest global wrestling promotion, you know, internationally, um, it was really special for me because I worked for them for about seven years and I was a fan my entire life. And so it felt like this amazing moment where all of the contributions that I made and all the women before me and after me, like we're, we've just finally built up to this moment where um, the pay-per-view is going to be a showcase of everything that we know women have been capable of and have done. And, um, and we're going to have a moment where we can all celebrate it together and just turn the page for women in wrestling and women in sports in general in the world. Like I love that this generation is not going to feel held back. I love that young ladies like you aren't going to feel the limits and, you know, glass ceilings that maybe generations prior had. And so this pay-per-view is really important to me and to a lot of us ladies that have participated in women's wrestling, because it's going to be a fresh start for all of us. Um, to kind of like move forward and we want the next generation to not feel like limited at all. And as far as me having a match, I have no idea what my role is going to be. <laughs> as we were talking about, um, you know, life and entertainment is always exciting and, and unexpected. And I, I was not told at all what I'm going to be doing. I know I'm going to be there in some capacity. Um, I've been doing cool. some commentary. So, yeah, so it's been fun, like, to kind of do a different role, and I got to commentate at the Mae Young Classic. Awesome. So that was, a, yeah, that was so much fun. It was, like, a great experience. It was, like, this big bonding experience of so many women, and I had Renee Young with me and Michael Cole, who's been just such an amazing, um, he's been a support for, you know, opening up the doors for women to be in other roles in WWE, like, as an announcer um, and, you know, we have a female, we have female referees now represented in NXT. I'm sure it's going to be not long before they're on the main roster and um, just, you know, having women represented in all the different areas of our form of entertainment. And it's just kind of following suit with other things that are happening. Like, you know, have you guys, have you seen the Wonder Woman movie, the new one that came out? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it's a uh, that that movie. I'm not sure if it, it might be a little bit mature, but um, but yeah, it's just like seeing those types of things happen in the mainstream, um, and it's and it's wonderful. It's wonderful to see like you know Serena Williams have a baby, and then 
come back to tennis nine months later and just show us, you know, how incredible of an athlete she is. And those types of things are what I enjoy seeing in um, women across the board in sports and entertainment and just showing, like I said, your generation, Molly McKenzie and my daughters, (laughs) you know, that the sky's the limit for you guys. Yeah, and I really love Serena Williams, and I look up to her, and I also might want to be a tennis player when I grow up. I'm practicing and practicing, so. And I love oh, to, awesome. I also, like it's tennis? so fun to watch it, too. Yeah, right? Tennis is super exciting, and I think Serena is somebody that's kind of brought excitement to that because she's just such a cool, rad woman, and she's very comfortable and confident, and she just, she just she's just a lovely person that knows herself and it really comes forward. And she also, she's just like, she's, I don't know. There's something about her that's just like strong and confident and she's a really great role model, you know? Yeah. I also want to be, would want to be like an announcer like Renee Young. I heard that. So you're a big fan of Renee Young, huh? Yes. So what, what is it that you love about Renee? Well, I think it's doing. cool that sometimes she interviews a few of the wrestlers and then she also gets to talk about wrestling with, like, Corey Graves and Michael Cole. Because at pay-per-views sometimes, yeah. in the pre-show, she is talking there with other people. Yeah, right? Renee is, like, she's, like, this amazing um, perspective on um, on the wrestling ring and everything that's going on behind the scenes, and she's just, she's also such a cool lady and really confident and knows herself, and she works very, very hard. So, I mean, if you're going to pick a role model <laughs> or somebody to want to be like, you picked a good one. Renee's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mackenzie? How you doing? Good. Good, good. What's your favorite color? What's my favorite color? Ooh, that's a tough one. We're kind of like in a unicorn mode right now at my at my house. So we just redid my older daughter's room, all like unicorns and fairies. And then my little daughter, Ruby, Ruby's room is mermaids. So like we have been kind of working in this palette of like turquoise and purple (laughs) mermaid colors for like a little while yeah so I don't know it'd probably be a close call between turquoise and purple because and and maybe I would probably lean towards purple because we do a lot of purple in our house (laughs) my favorite color is green your favorite color is green what are some why do you like green so much what are some things about green that you like um I don't really know I just like green Oh, yeah? Well, so do you like green vegetables at all? Um, I like celery. I just don't like broccoli. You don't like broccoli? I always tease my daughter that I'm going to get her ice cream, but it's going to be broccoli flavored. <laughs> I haven't met many kids that like broccoli, but I don't know. Maybe that's something that happens when you become a grown-up and you're like, hmm, I guess I should eat more things that are good for me. <laughs> so how did it feel when you won your first championship? Ooh, well, I won my first championship in 2007. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was a little while ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was at a pay-per-view 
think it was No Mercy. And um, it was it was really an emotional moment um, because I had had a lot of challenges in getting to WWE. Um, you know, I was kind of one of those girls that didn't necessarily fit the mold of the the shape and size of women that had been doing it at that time. So, um, you know, I had a lot of challenges in proving myself and showing that um, I, I could be um, an attraction um, for WWE. And um, so I had a little bit of challenges, you know, in the beginning. And then when I finally made my way to WWE and accomplished starting on the road, which was a, it's a, a challenge in itself, I was only there with WB for, for about five weeks when I had an, a pretty bad injury. I broke my jaw. Mm. I was uh, hit. Yeah. I was hit in the ring um, live on raw and I broke my jaw. And so um, it was, it was really painful. And it, what was even uglier was that I had to have a surgery and have like a bunch of plates and screws. And it was, a, it was a very difficult injury um, to, to happen at that moment in my life. Cause here I was like, so excited. I, w- I had my dream job. I'd worked all these years and then all of a sudden it came crashing down. So, um, I went back, I was sent back to develop developmental after my injury. And then it took a, a long time to, you know, recover from that and then work my way back and have another opportunity. It was like more than a year. And so once that happened and I had another opportunity to come back and start wrestling I was very driven to find what it was and find myself. And I feel like before I had my injury, this is something that I haven't really said too much before in public or in interviews is my, my first opportunity before I broke my jaw, I felt like I was trying to be something else. I was trying to be like Trish Stratus. You know, I was trying to like fit myself into something that I wasn't. And then I feel like it was a little bit of fate that I got hurt because I had an opportunity to have some more time to figure out who I was. And once I came back from my injury, I came back very different. I came back more of myself. I started calling myself the Glamazon and just, yeah, just owning who I was and being proud of being a bigger, stronger girl. And once I started being who I was, the ball started rolling for me and uh, I started finding a way to, um, like I said, kind of be an attraction for WWE. And so once I caught steam with that, after finding myself and finding my way, um, I, w- I worked my way to having an opportunity to win a championship. And so that night that I won the title, um, it was very important to me because there there had been su- such a long journey in finding myself and being true to myself on the way that winning the title obviously was like, you know, really cool and awesome. Don't get me wrong. All that stuff was awesome, but it was also like kind of the culmination, like the end of my story um, in trying to find out who I was. And it was a good lesson for me because it taught me that I didn't want to be another Trish Stratus. I wanted to be the first best, you know, be myself. And so um, that was a good, good lesson for me that it's okay to be yourself and own who you are and own the ways that you are different from everybody else. Yeah. That's amazing. I just loved listening to that. Oh, good. Well, I mean, you girls are doing something very similar, finding your way and finding yourselves and 
it's, that's a, it's a long, wonderful journey to kind of explore that. Yeah. Thank you. What is your favorite thing to do with your daughters? With my daughters? Oh, gosh. There's lots of things. Um, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things I love doing with them. We just we love spending time together. But one thing we do in the summertime is I set up like <laughs> I set up like a water park in our we have like a big driveway, a big round pad where we we it's like a cement cemented area. And I have a sprinkler. So I set up a sprinkler. I set up like a couple baby pools. We have a big giant sandbox. And I like put a bunch of lawn chairs out and we'll make a picnic and put a big blanket out and we make like a big water park and we just, you know, the girls all run around in their underwear and, (laughs) you know, we just, we have, we eat strawberries and, you know, make grilled cheese sandwiches. And we just, we just listen to music and dance and splash. And those are like, those are my favorite memories of, of just kind of hanging out together. Yeah. Yeah. And our dogs always join us too. Do you guys have any pets? No. Yeah. We have we have three really messy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're really they give really big slobbery kisses and they're really furry and um yeah, so they they love the water park too. So they come out and play with us in the driveway. What are their names? Um we have a husky named Tundra, we have an Aussie named Shine, and we have a little itty bitty like 4 pound dog that's a little Yorkie and her name is Hope. And even though she's like super itty bitty, she's like the loudest. She's like our guard dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she's she is pretty funny. So what is your favorite food? My favorite food? Oh gosh, I love food. Well, mm, well, I mean, pizza is like, let's be honest, everybody loves pizza. Do you guys Who like doesn't? Pizza? I like I love pizza. Okay. It's my favorite food. Okay, does Mackenzie, do you like pizza too? Uh, not really. You don't like pizza? Even with pepperoni? With ranch, I do. With ranch, okay. So you and my brother would be good friends. My brother puts ranch on everything. He would probably put ranch on ice cream. Ew. <laughs> Isn't that gross? Yeah. yeah. It's, even, it's even gross to think about it. I know, I know. He loves it though. He loves ranch dressing. But so I love pizza and I also love pierogies. Do you guys know what pierogies are? Uh, I don't really. Okay, so it's like this little dough pocket. It's like the dough is kind of like pasta, almost like a spaghetti or like a ravioli. Do you guys know ravioli? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's like a ravioli, but on the inside is like potatoes and cheese. Oh Which yeah, sounds kind of crazy. Sounds, that sounds familiar now. Yeah, yeah. So they're super, super good, especially with like a little bit of butter on them. And Ooh, my yeah. family's all from Poland. Yeah, so we we eat a lot of pierogies. We love pierogies. <laughs> so awesome. they're really tasty. My dad, our dad likes it. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you guys a good recipe. <laughs> awesome. They're fun Thank to make you. too. Yeah, it's almost like like when you make the dough, it's almost like Play-Doh. When I was a little kid, when we would make them with my grandma, we would love playing with the dough and make little shapes and stuff like that. And then you just stick some potatoes and cheese. They're really easy. Cool. Yeah. 
We watched your Table for Three episode. You were on with Natalia and Nia Jax. How did it feel mm-hmm. to hear Nia say, if there was no Beth Phoenix, there would be no Nia Jax? Oh, well, that, uh, first of all, thank you for watching that. That's really awesome that you guys took the time to watch that. It was, it was fun um, to watch it. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. So, you know, Natalia has been a friend of mine for a very long time. And, you know, her family was a big influence on me as well. And uh, Naya is just a wonderful, wonderful woman. And she's, what Naya is doing now is kind of like, um, what I wanted to do, but she does it like times 10. Like she is setting such a good example for young people today in, in being herself and not trying to conform to anything. She is, she is, she is very confident and owns who she is and is a beautiful woman and puts out a beautiful attitude. Like I like, I like that she exudes that. So for her to say that, um, you know, that I had a part in, in her role now in WWE means a lot to me because that's, that's what I wanted to do when I got into wrestling. I wanted to help change things. And um, there was times where I wasn't sure if I did or if I, you know, had any influence or helped at all. And um, it meant a lot to me because that's what I wanted to do. And for have, to have Naya say that made me feel really good inside. Yeah, Naya is one of my favorites, and I also really like Natalia. Oh, you like Natalia? Yeah. Do you like her little cat ears? You know she's like a total cat lady, right? <laughs> yeah. Our mom loves her. Oh, really? Does she Does she like her outfits? She's got, like, the best outfits in WWE, I feel like. Yeah, me too. I feel like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, she's got great clothes. <laughs> I'm always trying to steal her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What? is your favorite sport not including wrestling my favorite sport yeah oh yeah um well I love tennis too I played tennis all through school I played tennis in college um so I love tennis I love watching it um yeah and I I also I mean I love weightlifting I don't know if that would be kind of it's not really a competitive sport I mean I know it's done in the Olympics but um I love it as a hobby. I I like CrossFit, you know, and just fitness in general. I like running. I did track as well in school. Um, But yeah, I like anything kind of related to just staying healthy and fit. And um, I wasn't like, I didn't super follow like football or hockey or anything. My husband is a huge hockey fan. Cool. So, um, (laughs) so we do watch a lot of hockey in our house and I have been fortunate enough to go watch a live hockey game, which was so cool. The awesome. athletes are so, yeah, they're so, I mean, NHL athletes are so strong and fast. And I guess I didn't realize that they're also like humongous. They're big, big guys, big, big, big guys. And to see these like big, big guys moving so fast and being able to skate so like beautifully on the ice is, is really impressive. Yeah. I, I really think that's really impressive how well they skate on the ice. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, you you wouldn't think that like a big, big guy like that could be so agile and fast, but they are. They're amazing athletes. 
You are the only woman in WWE history to have been in both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. And you were in the first women's table match with Natalia as your partner. When you were first starting out, did you ever imagine that you would accompl- accomplish such great things? <laughs> when, when, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, when I first started out, it was kind of hard to envision where I would go. And, you know, um, with wrestling, it's such a fun, fun world that you just can't, you can't imagine where places will take you. And I kind of approached my career with like, I didn't have like a bucket list or like, I want to do this or do that. But I kind of took things one day at a time. And I just really had the attitude that I want to do better today than I did yesterday. And, um, and I want to continue to like, raise the bar and just just keep performing as good as I can. And, um, and yeah, and I didn't know that all these really fun, cool things would come my way, but I've kind of had this attitude of no what ifs. In other words, I never wanted to look back and um, feel any like regret that I didn't try something or I didn't do my best or I always, I didn't mind failing because I always knew I brought my best to the table. So if I failed, it wasn't because I didn't try hard. It was just other things, you know, came into play. And I always felt satisfied leaving, leaving the past behind me as long as I gave my best. And so, you know, I don't look back and think like, oh, I wish I'd done this or that because I tried. And if things didn't work out, it just didn't work out. Um, But yeah, having the opportunity to be a part of those moments were amazing. I cherish them. Everything went by very fast. When I think back, I'm like, wow, that a lot happened in just a few, um, you know, a few short years. Um, but I, I couldn't have anticipated how wonderful my career would be or where it would take me. And I think, again, a, there's a lot to be said for um, being respectful of those around you and and paying paying it forward and you know trying to um, trying to do good things while you're there. I think that ends up bringing you more opportunities than um, kind of just being out for yourself, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. What is your favorite animal? My favorite animal? Yeah. Mm, I have so many. I love animals. Hmm. Well, okay. There's a, there's a couple. First, I mean, I guess I'm kind of biased because, again, we have three dogs. At one point, we had five dogs. We lost a couple, but um, but yeah, we we have three dogs currently. So our house is full of fur. So I would say dogs are probably number one on the list. But a close second, I mean, unicorns have to be high up there too. Do they count? <laughs> Can I count unicorns? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so let's say unicorns are number two, and then have you guys seen Finding Dory? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you guys, do you guys like that one? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Do you remember it? Do you remember the beluga whale? Oh yeah. Ba- his name was Bailey in there. Oh so yeah. I yeah. love. Do you remember Mackenzie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love uh, Bailey the beluga whale just because I just think they're just the cutest thing with their little big head. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I they're think pretty cute probably, too. Aren't they kind of cool looking? Yeah, <laughs> and just they like are. and what they can do. Yeah, that echolocation stuff that they do. We've been we watched that movie and my daughters are like really fascinated by it. So 
I, I really appreciate the beluga whale. So I'd probably say dog number one, unicorn number two, and beluga whale is a close third. <laughs> my favorite animal's horses. I love leopards. Oh my gosh. Leopards? You like leopards? Yeah. And horses. Yeah. Horses. When I was a little girl too, I drew a lot of horses. I was obsessed with ponies. That's cool. I still haven't gotten that pony. <laughs> Have you guys ever ridden a horse? Oh uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I think like a couple times. Oh, that's awesome. I love, I want to take my daughters to ride horses sometime. Unfortunately, their daddy, my husband is uh, allergic to horses. So We'll have to make sure we uh, <laughs> bring some allergy medicine for him. Oh, yeah, really? Mm-hmm, yeah, he gets really itchy. Oh, that's too bad, because I love riding horses, and petting them is so cool to be right next to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so sweet. Don't they have, like, pretty hair and pretty manes? They're so pretty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, horses for Barbies, I love to, like, braid their manes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I love toy horses. We just, we have, I used to have so many as a kid too. (laughs) Um, I love going on carousels and stuff and it's so cool. Like they're like, um, like fake, but I like, like get to feel like the real, um, horse fur and stuff. I like, like actually getting to see a real horse instead of just, um, not real horse on a carousel. Oh, totally. I completely forgot about, yeah. Carousels are amazing. Yeah, there was a when I lived, I lived in Syracuse for a little while, and at the big mall up there, they have like one of the world's like biggest, most elaborate carousels, and the horses were like as big as real horses, or just so beautifully painted. I loved going to like choose. I used to like run on the carousel, like check which horse is going to be mine, and I'd be petting it while I was riding it. Yeah, that that was so much fun. Yeah, I I, I like to like you kind of because there's like a little seatbelt and. I love to like pretend that those are the reins sometimes. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also like to pet it and pretend that oh, I'm riding yeah. a real horse around the world or something. <laughs> I also like For to sure. pretend like I'm a princess or something riding a horse. For sure. Do you know my daughters wear princess dresses like all the time? We have like a Sophia dress and an Elena dress and like a couple, like what other one do I have? Oh, um, Elsa, of course. <laughs> Cool. And so we have like a couple, yeah, my daughter's like just, we just put them on on top of their clothes sometimes because they just, it's princess day. <laughs> we have lots of them. Like we hang them all up and there's like so many. Oh yeah. Who's your favorite princesses? I like, I love Ariel. My favorite princess <sighs> Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Sometimes my little Ruby will say that Rapunzel, she calls Rapunzel Tangled because she loves the movie and mixes them up. It's cute. I love the movie. <laughs> I love the uh, movie too. I used to do that with Brave. Like oh, I used yeah, to we love call Brave. Merida Brave. Oh, yeah. That's, that's cute. I could see how that would happen. <laughs> Brave is one of our favorites too. What style of music do you like? Hmm... I like lots of music. I I would say now that I've become a mom, I listen to a lot of, we listen to a lot of musicals and we listen to a lot of Disney, um, which I love Disney. So I, I, I know all the songs and sing it with them. (laughs) So do we. And we love to listen to Disney music too. Oh, fun. Have you guys ever been to Disney yet? Oh yeah. Tons of times. Yeah. And I also love going on that kind of carousel too. 
at Disney World? Oh, yeah. They do have a good carousel. That's true. It's a lot of fun. So we we went when my daughters were a little bit too young to kind of appreciate it. So we, we got to make another nice trip down there. But it, Disney's super fun. My big dream is to um, go on the carousel a thousand times. A thousand times? Do you think you would get dizzy after a thousand times? Nope. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I would be so dizzy after like two times. <laughs> I read it two times once, and um, I never got dizzy. And I'm never going to get wow. dizzy in my life. That's like a talent. I think you officially have a talent of riding carousels. Thank you. Multiple times. <laughs> of course. What advice would you give to young girls out there who want to get into wrestling and someone like me who wants to be the next Renee Young? Aw. Well, I think that that would be a great question for Renee Young someday that you should definitely ask her, which I think would be amazing. Um, but from my perspective, if a young girl were to ask me um, for some advice getting into wrestling, I would say, again, like the lesson I learned over the course of my career was find yourself and be yourself and be authentic in who you are because if you, you know, as a wrestler, as an entertainer, if you go out there and you're trying to be something that you're not, and you're putting on like a, putting on a, putting on something that isn't natural for you, the crowd feels that and sees that. And so I would say the more you can find yourself and what you truly are comfortable doing, the more that's going to feel that the crowd will feel that and connect with that. And the second you bring yourself and your heart into it, people will see that and feel that. So I think that's super important to be really, to really find who you are and be special and unique. And also don't be afraid to own what makes you different because I was really afraid of that again in the beginning of my career to, to own what made me different. And that held me back. And the second I, I not only owned it, but like put it out there, things started people started connecting with me and the other thing is to never give up you know what I mean to you're going to be told no you're going to run into obstacles you're going to have frustration but if you really love something and love doing it you can find a way and you'll find a way and you know reach out to to good people there's people out there that will support and help you and just don't don't give up on your dreams. I know it sounds a little cliche, but that's really what it's all about. You really, truly want and love something. It's there waiting for you. You just have to take it. Yeah, I always tell myself, be what you want to be. Don't don't give up on your dreams. Follow, chase your dreams. You're 100% right. You're on the right track. <laughs> Do you miss being in a wrestling ring? Hmm. Do I miss being in a wrestling ring? That's a very good question, Mackenzie. Um, you all, you know, there's a lot that I miss about wrestling. I miss my friends because I got to travel with some of my favorite people um, and, you know, spend time with them and, and just kind of, there's this really cool bond that happens when we do this job. And so it was really fun to get to travel and eat together and, 
you know, stay up late and talk. It was almost like a sleepover sometimes with some of my best friends like Eve and Maddie. And so we, we always had some fun times. Um, and I also miss the performance because I loved, loved seeing the crowd and I loved hearing the kids have a good time. Even if I was the bad guy, I felt so happy to, to see the kids enjoying themselves, you know, and just, and, and like, I remember being a little kid and watching it. And so it made me really happy that I could be a part of those kids having a good time. So I miss the performance a lot and I miss um, the friends, but the travel it was really hard. It was a hard job um, to do and maintain time with my family. And I'm very close with my mom and dad and my brother. And so I miss them a lot. I missed birthdays. I missed, you know, all the fun things, Christmases and all that stuff that I really liked about my family. So that was one reason why I decided to retire because I missed being away all the time from the folks that I loved. And now that I have my own two little girls, you know, I can't imagine being away from them all the time. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really hard to balance that busy of a lifestyle with your family and all the like fun, normal things. Like, I don't know how many, um, <laughs> how many splash pad uh, water parks nights I could have if I had to be traveling all the time. So, so that's what I would say. It's kind of like a complex answer. I'm sorry. It was so long. <laughs> So I hope I answered your question, Mackenzie. It was a really good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, Beth, we're at our last question. This has been an awesome interview. So we're going to put you on the spot a little. Are you ready? I'm ready, Molly, but I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You get to create your own faction. Pick one manager, past or present, and five superstars from the past or present, consisting of men and women, who would you pick? Oh, my gosh. That's a really hard question. Thank you. Okay, I got to pick. <laughs> Molly, did you sit up thinking that one for a long time? <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been thinking about it a lot. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good question. Okay, so I get to have a faction of, okay, Um and I get to pick any manager. All right. Well, I'm going to pick Sherry Martell for my manager. Cool. Because Sherry Martell would not mind mixing it up. And I feel like that would, she, that's kind of cheating. Like she would almost be like just in the faction with us, but, but we'll say she's our manager. So we're going to have scary Sherry in our corner. And again, that's a great lady to do some research on, you know, and kind of look up some of her stuff on the WWE network. Cause she was so cool. And um, okay. All right, so I get five people aside from myself, so I get to pick five people. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Well, you know who I'm going to go out of a limb? And let's put Natalia in there because I know I can trust her, even though she's she can be sassy sometimes, <laughs> but that's a good thing. <laughs> so let's put Natalia in there. Let's put, um, let's put Owen Hart in there because Owen was my hero growing up. Let's put the ninth wonder of the world, China, in there. Another really, really cool lady for that would be good for you guys to to look up to because she was a good a trailblazer, you know, in um in the path of women's wrestling and stuff. So she's awesome. Um, I'm gonna put Teddy Biasi in there, who was the million dollar man. 
And let's see. And I'm going to put Charlotte in there. Is that five? Did I get five? Yeah, that's five. Five. <laughs> five. And my husband will probably be mad at me that I didn't pick him. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something. he can something. make his own faction. Well, he can pick. He's, you know what? He would probably pick his own faction of his friends. And then we could have this, like, awesome match. Like, six on six. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. But, um, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah, that would but, be so um, cool. Yeah, so I'll put Charlotte in there because she's the queen and she's like the greatest athlete I've ever seen. So we'll put her in there. I love Charlotte. You guys like Charlotte? Yeah, I love Charlotte. She's my favorite. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's one of my my actually favorites too. She can pretty much do anything. (laughs) Yeah, she's cool. So there's my faction. Like I said, I think we'd be pretty unstoppable. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, that was cool. I liked who you put in there. Yeah, right? Cool. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. We love that you are our first interview. We hope to do this again real soon. And tell your daughters we said hi. Aw, thank you. Hey, you know what? I want to tell you guys that you did such a great job. This was such a wonderful interview. And I am so proud that I got to be your first guest. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. thank you. And thank you so much for putting all your time into us and stepping up and wanting to be our first interview. Thank you, Beth, for your time. Thank you, Mackenzie. I loved your questions. I hope I answered them okay. <laughs> you did. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. See you guys. So how was that, guys, talking to Beth Phoenix? I'm a little, I was a little jealous that I didn't get to talk to her. It was so fun. I loved it, and I really enjoyed it. And then when we started to conclude it and started to kind of wrap it up, I was like, oh, it's already over. Yeah. It, it, funny, it went by fast, but it was a good, it was a long, good, long interview. And you guys had really good questions. Do you have fun, Kenzie? Uh, yeah, I don't really fun time and i really liked um what do you like to do with your daughters i really like that yeah question. she liked that question too i could tell that the water park that's pretty cool yeah, yeah that was cool now you guys are gonna start bothering us for a water park now are you <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay so yeah that was a great interview i hope everyone enjoyed it we just we could have talked about SummerSlam. we could have talked about raw and smackdown this week but we really this we really you know it was a really special interview for, uh, you just for the wanted girls. to make it about just the interview just about interview just about beth phoenix really awesome and it, i just love talking to her it was so amazing to talk to her i just, just yeah, enjoyed she, it so much yeah she was very so nice to give up her give up her time to call us and talk to us we'll mm-hmm. talk to you guys not talk to me but mm-hmm. maybe next time next time she calls in maybe i'll jump on in in the on the interview as well but i wanted you guys for your first interview to just be a you know be about you guys and have this moment for you so yeah so that's great so we'll either um we'll either be back with a new episode either next week or definitely the week after i thought it would be um the week after um well we'll see i mean definitely leading up to uh hell in a cell we'll definitely be you know with predictions and uh previews for that uh pay-per-view things are starting to shape up we already have one match it was uh the mix mat the mix uh mixed tag uh miz and maurice versus uh Daniel Bryan and, and Bree. So that's already one match that was So that obviously so. means Bree's going to be back in the ring, which is awesome. Yep. And we'll talk more about the, the Becky Hill turn next time. 
Because we weren't really watching when Brie Bella and Nikki Bella were wrestling, so I'm excited for that match. You excited too, Kenzie? Uh, yeah. That'll be some good match. So definitely within the next week or two, we'll have we'll have a new episode. We'll talk more about you know coming Hell Hell in a Cell coming up, and I know Molly's gonna want to talk about Becky's heel turn. I know you have a lot to say on that. I but know it shocked me. That's a whole another episode. Happens. So, Aww. all right, um, we're gonna wrap it up. Hope you have a good rest of your week. And join us next time for a new Bay Faces of Wrestling podcast. Bye. Bye, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed um, SummerSlam. Bye. Bye.